This is Jarvis White from the New Challengers podcast, and you are listening to The Elijah Bailey Show, Oklahoma's number one podcast. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Blacken Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcasting company, providing the finest and highest quality of audio on demand. To join Blacken Studios, simply follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat at Blacken Studios. To become a part of the Blacken family, simply email them at podcast at blackenstudios.com. Also visit their website at www.blackenstudios.com. Remember, it's Blacken. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by Bailey Lifestyle and Fitness. If you're trying to get in shape, why don't you come on down to 2201 West Edmond Road? Yes, that's the same exact address as Bailey Martial Arts Institute. They are one and the same. Bailey Lifestyle and Fitness boot camps are held Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, 515 to 630 a.m. All you have to do is simply call 405-990-5958 and you will speak directly to Mr. Elijah Bailey so you can join Bailey Lifestyle and Fitness. Three, two, one, and welcome back to Oklahoma's most illustrious podcast, Oklahoma's favorite It's Oklahoma's favorite podcast. podcast. That's, that's why they continue to listen to it. Even the ones who like, it's not Oklahoma's favorite podcast. They continue to listen to it for that reason. Where the fuck is episode 82 at? That's, that's <laughs> what they're saying. But today we have a third host in the studio. Uh, the only way that I can describe this man is white. As white as they come. <laughs> and by white, I mean his last name. Because he's he's an eight foot tall black man with a yeah. six pack. That rarely wears a shirt. Nope. And in every picture that we see him in, there's a different woman there. So, different I mean, chick. You know. You know who it is. It's Mr. Jarvis White. Keep on sucking like Hello his everybody. draws. <laughs> How's it hey going? Yo. Oh, he said, hey, yo. He didn't even say hello. How you doing? Because he, naturally, I think he probably says, hey, ho. Oh, okay. Hey, ho. Hey, yo. Okay. So, he was trying to, you know, edit a little bit and be a little bit more, you know, kid friendly. He just hit it with the yo. Oh, thank you, Jarvis. Yes. Now I understand. Oh, See, oh this, no problem. And, and the reason you're like, man, you, you bringing this guy in the soft intro? Yeah, I mean, we don't do that for like Red Six or any, anybody else. We do only know anybody. Yeah, so Jarvis no, White is not. the man. Yeah, this is only for Jarvis. This is a Jarvis specialty. I mm. wish I was. I, th- I think that's what the ladies call it, Jarvis specialty. The Jarvis specialty. <laughs> oh, the Jarvis special, that's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Something wanna, like that. I didn't want to tell everybody this, but I did, you know, it was late. And I went back to Jarvis's room, and um, I saw how some, many. I, I mean, I don't know if there's a number because they were stacked in the closet like suitcases, just waiting. Oh, it was, oh man, <laughs> they couldn't even wait in the lobby. No, he had. Hey, it Pootie, was like Enter the Dragon. Exactly. Oh. It, it was a cross between Enter the Dragon and Pootie Tang because one girl was drinking out a dish with milk on her hands and knees. <laughs> you gotta give a girl something, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! But today uh, we're going to talk about our Acon experience, and there's been some topics that we've wanted to talk about as a group mm-hmm. of young Nubian kings here in uh, what we like to call America. And so, America. With that being said, the Elijah Bailey Show starts right now.
All right, all right, we're back now, and uh, as you heard in the soft intro, never done before, and then somebody's going to go back to an episode. You did this in episode twenty six. Well, I don't think we did. I don't think we did either, and if we did, so the fuck what? This is even more special mm-hmm. because it's Jarvis White, and if you have anything that you want to say to me about it, you just say it to Richard. Don't say it to me. Just don't say it to me. <laughs> I've taken enough complaints on the phone. I don't want to hear shit right now. <laughs> but Jarvis, man, how are you? You, uh, we met at Acon. Uh, and in person, was, in person, yeah, and it was fucking marvelous. And since then, you've been touring. Yeah, I've been going all over the place, man. Acon was my last con of the season for me. Mm-hmm. I did a little traveling. I'm in Chicago right now, so I went through Toronto. I'm here in Chicago. I'm heading back. I'm beginning to go back to uh, Dubai here soon. Mm. Dubai, Hobai. That's what we're gonna tell mm. them. Get the hell out of That's here. That's actually where my wife wants to have her thirtieth birthday at. Hey, let me ask you really? this. Yeah, do they be tripping over there? Do they be tripping? Yeah, like, like they act like assholes. Yeah, they act like assholes over there. Like, man, why your girl ain't got no, her head covered up? No, there's things you got to keep in mind. Like, I don't know if you drink that much. Yeah, <laughs> if you do, don't go out. After you drink a lot, just uh, drink only drink in the hotels. Okay. And uh, you know you got Sharia law there, so you got to be wary of that. Is that like here to that? But at the same time, it's it's like they call Dubai the place where you know the Islamic go to sin. I believe they say it's oh. like sin city in the Middle East. Oh, so okay. it's kind of very like... touristy. Okay, yeah, it's kind of like uh... so they don't be tripping off of clothes or nothing like that. No, no, you want to wear long sleeves, you want to wear pants. Oh, because and, of the uh, sun and everything? Not anything too crazy. Yeah, because if you go to the airport and you're wearing, like, shorts and stuff like that, you might not be able to go to the airport or get out of it, so. Oh, shit, okay. You know, just keep that in mind when you travel. It should, it's not that bad. It's not like how people think it is, but at the same time, just you got to be It is a different space. Culture. Yeah, I feel you, I yeah. feel you. It's kind of like yeah. Rum, Rum Springer yeah, yeah. here for the uh, – the Amish, how they go out and experience the world to decide if they want to go back. That's like Dubai, and that's where Jarvis. I don't think I ever heard of that before. Uh, well, you heard of it now. So, from okay. Springer. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they used. To, that was my nickname. They get wild. So I got a question for you, Jarvis. Let's talk about Akon. Um, well, like Elijah was saying, you know, this is something well, that you had told. Oh, go ahead, dude. My bad. Sorry. I, I have to do this on the show because I didn't do it last week. Um, you did talk about Deandra turning thirty. You had a birthday. <laughs> Are you I, trying was to, to, I was trying to breeze. Birthday. I was trying to breeze by that. Say, say it again for him, Jarvis. Happy birthday, motherfucker! <laughs> Happy thirtieth birthday, Richard. So now, when we have these conversations about being thirty, you can't say shit. Nope, I got to wait ten more years to say some shit. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. How'd you feel on your birthday? Um, I guess apparently to everybody else that was around me. They said I was just dazed off and I was daydreaming a lot. And I ain't going to lie. Huh. A motherfucker was. I mean, I was <laughs> not able to. I think we went to, uh, we went out to eat. Or we just really went. Me and Deandre went out to eat. And uh, it took me some type of Italian place. Good food. But I was just kind of spaced out. And then we went to uh, this little thing called Breakout. Mm-hmm. That's like one of those, uh, they put you in a room and you have to try to solve the problem. Oh, yeah, that escape. shit is fun. Like the escape room. Yeah, the yeah, escape yeah, room. yeah. Ooh. And uh, which is actually cool. Like the, ours was a casino theme. So I had to do a lot with numbers. You know, I'm good at numbers. So Did you make it out? Yeah, we made it out. I was pissed off that we didn't beat the re- the record. The record was 30 minutes. It took us 50 minutes. Hmm. Yes. That means it's a good room. 
It was an okay room. I felt like we we should have beat it. Was it the hardest one? No. Hmm. They said it. They said for people who don't know math, it's very hard. Because uh, they do ask you a lot of, like, math questions. And, you know, if the person won this much on blackjack and this is how much each chip Ooh. is worth, how much is, you know, and you have to put that into a little cold box and it unlocks, like, a little key. And mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I wanted – they got one more room that has, like, a uh, – they, they blindfold you and everything. So I want to try that. But outside from that, it was all right, man. And then next day I was still spaced out and everything. I got pretty drunk, like, too drunk. Because you're 30. Yeah, I know, dude. It was just – I'm working out tonight, so – It'll be a 30-year-old workout. It'll be a 30-year-old workout. So I plan on this. It's probably going to be bullshit. Yeah, I'm bullshit tonight I'm But no, I, I want to say on the air, uh, uh, I appreciate the, the shout-outs you gave me, man. It, was, it, it hit me good. Did you uh, cry? I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Uh, and Jarvis, man, I appreciate the shout-out and the love that you gave as well, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got friends like y'all, you know, celebrate my 30th with. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Yep, and, and Jarvis, Jarvis <laughs> is well. I mean, not not well, but he's into the thirties. And we had this. I, I'm thirty one. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's like, let's, let's get. I'm only thirty one. <laughs> but we had. I just stepped my foot in that bitch. <laughs> we had a conversation yeah, yeah, though yeah. about about the stuff that we do, and we we're like. Man, I'm 30, man. I ain't doing that shit again. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah I know, that's, right? that's my shit now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like people want to start fights all the time and stuff. I'm not all about that. Yeah. that stuff, you man. could kick their ass, dude. Like, your pictures be looking aggressive, man. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I be looking, I'm like, it makes so bad. Like, in his picture, he don't look like he's 7'10". Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know he's 7'10". Cut in a mug. I'm like, shit, he about to fuck somebody. I know that cameraman must be like, ooh-wee, don't. You put too much passion in a Jarvis. You put too much passion. Calm in down. <laughs> you're, you're up here, and I need you down here. You know, you're way. I actually got another photo shoot coming out. Okay. Oh, nice. Are you gonna, yeah. do, you know, yeah, give yeah. my audience an exclusive uh, sneak peek into what it will be or not? Put them up yeah, it's gonna be with Dre cosplay. I had Heart Attack cosplay. Let me just give a shout out to Heart Attack cosplay. Great dude. Definitely my cosplay senpai. I'm gonna be taking him to Katsukon with me next year. Nice. Where's that at? Us. I was Kim Cap One, and uh, Dre was Huarang from Tekken Seven. Mm, man, don't yeah, don't, so don't, don't we're both me. doing the moves and stuff like that. That is awesome. And and how that come about? Because you have photos oh, well, all the time. Drake Drake cosplay and I we're friends, and he started doing Huarang this year. I met up with him at Anime Central. And then we did some shots together. But since I was in the area, we met up and made it happen. Nice. nice. And I got to experience that, too, because I got to meet, uh, if you guys listened to the last show, which you did, the the cosplays of the week was everybody that I met at Akon. And one of them was the military mm-hmm. vet Henry, who does the Android 16, the Master Roshi. And I'm just like, oh, man, I know that guy from Instagram. I was like, oh, yeah, Jarvis. Jarvis was like, yeah, I know him, and he's this and this. Oh, I know them, and he's – and then when RDC World 1 came through, Jarvis was, like, running like, you will stop for me. I'm Jarvis fucking white. You will stop, <laughs> and you will take a picture with me. And I was like, man, Jarvis knows. They're friends with everybody. But I got to say, there was not one person that I met that was an asshole. So maybe you didn't mm-hmm. introduce me to the assholes that you know, but everybody, all the cosplayers were really nice – uh, and I got I got a lot of compliments on my handshake, and then they're like, "Yeah, hold this. If you're holding Jarvis's stuff, go ahead and hold my stuff too." And I it was it was an honor. It was an honor and a privilege 
to hold your stuff while you took <laughs> pictures. And people were like, I was like, can I get in the picture? Like, fuck no. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Josh. I want to ask you about that. Um, it, it was like a surreal experience for me, too, because even though um, I wasn't there that long as much as y'all were, but from the little bit of time I was there, it's like, do you feel like that celebrity status up there? No, no, man. I don't I don't really look at it like that. I, I mean, just going to Akon this year and going to Anime Central, I realize now that I do know a lot of people. Uh-huh. But the reason why I know a lot of people, like, you guys, like, it's, it's just me being social. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's just how I do. That's not me changing my personality. You all know me, who I am. You yeah. can't be in person. I think I'm pretty much consistently, my online persona and my real-life persona and my cosplay persona are all Jarvis. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no marketing myself or anything. I just present myself as who I am, and I have a good time. Nice. Yeah, dude, because I was yeah. sitting there like, like I said, I went to one other anime festival. I don't even feel like calling that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to call it? Tokyo and Tulsa. I know. I don't feel like that was shit compared it, to, to to Akon. Yeah, it was to Akon because I mean not only the vendors but the people. Like there was, there and was we went on a Saturday, a big day. Yeah, so. and if I didn't, I felt like it was crowded, but not like I don't know where everybody was at. Maybe they just weren't there and it was in the parking lot. But oh, yeah. we went to Akon. It was so cool. But like there was people like literally just walking. Oh man, I want to take a picture. I want to take a picture. I'm like, damn. I was like, man, I kind of, I should have, I should have threw the Toby outfit on. I feel yeah. like a little bitch now. You should have, man. I he just, you were going to. he just confirmed. He's like, yeah, you did look like a bitch walking around. You should have <laughs> threw the Toby on. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Next time you'll come correct. Def- oh, I'm okay. Hey, boy, boy, I'm ready. I'll be ready. I'm coming correct next time. He already got the the cosplay in his trunk right now. It's it's, it's it needs to be it needs to be washed, but it's, I'm ready. I'm ready. And it was it was. I mean, there's nothing beats the Grand Master Bush. And I mean, he was in character the whole time. They say Bushido Brown. He's like this goddamn Grand Master Bushido Brown, <laughs> bitch. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that to me. Thank you, thank you <laughs> thank so you. much. I started pra- praising him, kissing his bell bottoms and shit. But it was just so cool because in between taking pictures and stuff, Jarvis like, hey, uh, can uh, you take our picture? Can you do this? And he's telling me about Akon and everything. And this was, you said this was your first Akon, Jarvis? No, no, this is my fourth one. Woo! Mm, okay. But it's my first one in Fort Worth because it moved from Dallas to Fort Worth, so the whole venue is different. It's a completely different experience now. Got you. I mean, again, yeah. it, it was fun. We actually went out and had dinner with uh, Gutter Nerds and the Red Six of Golden Corral crew, and, and Jarvis ate just like Grandmaster Bushido Brown. I was like, Oh, uh, for real? Man, if he would have been uh, a mime, if he would have been a mime, he'd have been sitting in no chair, eating with no fork, just doing the whole day. He didn't sell a damn thing. And then when we started walking, he's like, did you steal that cup? I said, well, my drink is still in here, so I don't really technically call that stealing. It's more like I'm finishing my drink. <laughs> he took the check move. <laughs> I had to, but... It was a blast. What is, what is one of the things that you love about cons and why you cosplay? Because we kind of briefly went in this last time you were on the show, but getting to experience it firsthand. Yeah, it's completely different now. It is. So what are the things that you love about cosplaying and being at the cons, Jarvis? Well, I started cosplaying because I wanted an icebreaker. I wanted the ability to walk around and immediately link up with other fans of, say, the Boondocks, the Creepypasta, or anything like that. So with the characters I dress up as, I don't do it because it's a new game and it's popular or whatever. I dress up as the characters that I love. 
Mm. So that's one reason why I cosplay. And the other reason being that it's just fun. And I, I did drama and stuff in school. I do improv on the side with my buddy mm. Ivan. Shout out to Texas Dread. Mm, so that's up. fun too. But the biggest draw for me is the social aspect. Like my friends here in Chicago are some of the best friends I've ever had and I've ever met. They're really, really great people and completely normal. And they're not doing anything weird walking around me right now. So yeah. cool. I tease Jarvis all the time about the ladies, but we there was a very special connection made <laughs> at Akon uh, between a very uh, a lovely lady and her friends at the rave. Now, before we get into that, I want to talk about the rave because I was still upstairs getting, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll leave tonight. And I already gave a shout out to Richard. Like, no, you're not fucking leaving. I bought you a fucking hotel room because if you die, dude. I'm going to fucking cry. I'm going to punch my kid. He's just going crazy. Like I said, I was going to fall. I was going to find your ass and kill you again. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I went down to the rave. So wait, wait, wait. Before you speak on the rave, okay. let me give both of you guys my view on what the rave was. Okay. And then y'all tell me Confirm was it? anywhere close. Okay. All right. I see bikinis. I see a lot of suds, foam, uh, some good dubstep, disco music. Maybe since it's an anime one, some really good K-pop. Something like that. Dark strobe lights, laser lights, maybe some cages. That might be too far, but boom. Now, granted, the crowd, you don't know who is what. Like, you don't know. Like, it's just any, mini, money, mo type shit. Fucking people dressed as uh, Gary Coleman, and you have, like, fucking somebody dressed as Alf in the corner, and then fucking prostitutes. I didn't think that far, but uh, oh, okay. so that's, that's, my, that's my vision. All right. Okay. Was I close? Jarvis, was he close? Oh, you're kind of close. There are no cages. I've been to raves and stuff at times. Like New York Comic Con will have cages and stuff like that. So people dancing around. You have the T-Rex suit, of course. Mm-hmm. There's always a T-Rex guy in the dance circle. The big thing about anime raves that you'll see is the dance circles. Not a Soul Train line. have <laughs> done that before, but yeah. a dance circle where everyone will just kind of stand around in a circle and watch the same four people dance. Oh, so you've yeah. got to get out there and get it. And the music can be good, but... Sometimes it just goes from, like, happy hardcore stuff to, like, old-school hip-hop to, like, remixes of Nirvana. You never know what's going to come up. Huh, okay. So they, so they try very hard to please everybody in the crowd. Yeah, it, it's a very eclectic mix. Huh, does the DJ be up there getting it, though? Like, okay, was there foam at this rave? There was no foam. Oh. There was no foam. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I know. there's balloons. Was there balloons at this one? Uh, there were people, like, threw balloons around, and people hit them around, yeah. Oh. But it was... Nothing special. Was there a lot of people Nobody there? had lights or anything like that. There were a lot of people, yes. Okay, okay. It's kind of packed there for a minute. Okay, but. you know, I feel like body-body contact is necessary oh, for raves. Oh, yeah, Jarvis loved the body-body contact. I mean, there was nobody <laughs> oh, around. Oh, Jarvis probably didn't have a shirt on, <laughs> did he? I don't know if he took it off or not because it's, it was dark. And the only way I recognize Jarvis is by the back of his afro. Not the top, not the sides, but the back because he was, he had to lean down uh, and this was the connection that he made with the lovely Ariana, who is very nice, very sweet, very lovely. Yeah. Uh, we talked. She's super cool. But I didn't see them talking much. They, If they were talking, they were whispering inside of each other's mouths. Mm, okay. Sweet nothing's got around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I tried to learn this technique back in the day, but Jarvis's hands disappeared. I, I don't oh. know where they went. I do not know where they went. <laughs> And so I was I was stuck there watching random people only dance when the strobe lights were on and they stop 
and freeze like the fucking like you're playing freeze tag yeah yeah because they know that their dancing ain't worth shit Mm. but i mean the rave was cool on on a scale of one to ten how would you rate that rave and not without ariana just the rave itself jarvis without ariana the rave itself all that my one problem with the rave that particular rave Mm -hmm. was it ended at 1 a.m yeah you gotta be like pass the fuck out Waste it before it rains, like, right? And plus, it's Fort Worth. They, they got just later brought the lights up. They, they brought did. the lights up, and they're like, "Go home." They did. Oh, that it, sucks. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was it was nice. I'm not gonna lie. It was cool. It was getting. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." It's only one. Oh yeah, we got another hour. Like, oh, okay. This the fucking group and the bands walking off the stage. Lights are up. Music dies down, and wow. people are looking like, "Fuck!" I should have kept my fucking mask on. And uh, then we left. <laughs> We left after that, mm. but we did run into somebody that's going to be a a special guest later on uh, in the next two weeks. Uh, IQ, who Jarvis uh, introduced yeah. me to and talked about, and IQ is just a cool, laid back dude. Uh, they were actually where were they? they were on their way down to the park because people were out there freestyling stuff, weren't they? When we were making our way back to the hotel, yeah, they had this water garden party going on that we were walking away from. But that was the point when which we both said, "Like, yeah, I'm 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two in the morning, we gotta go." It's done. I'm done with this. Uh, shit. I got shows to record tomorrow. Supposed to be back in Oklahoma in the morning. So, um, but let's do this real quick. Let's take our first pause for the cause, and we'll be right back. And we're gonna get on some uh, some social issues that revolve around the blurred. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.riptapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay ripped. New Challenger. Are you looking for a video game podcast that talks about fighting games where you can learn new concepts and also learn about the upcoming games? Then look no further. The legendary duo that brings the fight overseas with the USO, Jarvis White and Ivan Lugo, are the New Challengers Podcast. They not only talk about video games, but their various travels all over the world at cons, cosplaying, and much, much more. Find them on iTunes or follow on Facebook at the New Challengers Podcast. Finish him. And we're back. What the fuck is a blur? Black nerd. All right, we're back. Darn millenniums. Which millennials. I think. <laughs> this is my old people. Uh, we're back to the Elijah Bailey show. We have the amazing Jarvis White, a man that can make his hands disappear around the woman of his dreams, <laughs> a man that can whisper sweet nothings in your mouth. <laughs> a man that will correct and check the shit out of you if you don't put a grandmaster before you say his goddamn name, Jarvis White. All right. <laughs> What's up? Oh, man. Okay, so we had this issue that we wanted to talk about, and it's going to hit hard or hit home to some of you cosplayers that listen to the show, but uh, the the gist of the topic is the characters of color. You have white yeah. people, other races, dressing as characters of color, but then as soon as somebody that's black 
you know, does a different character that's outside of that race, they want to raise hell about it. So I want you to lead us off on this because this is the one that you, you brought a little bit more to my attention, especially you cosplay. Uh, I haven't cosplayed before, so a lot more than me and Buck. Yeah, I cosplay a lot of different characters. Now, when I go to cons, I kind of have my one rule where I, every year if I have new cosplays, I always want to cosplay a new black character. Whenever mm-hmm. I go to a con, I always want to cosplay one black character during the weekend because we don't have a lot of representation. Like, if you look around the, the convention hall, and I, I'm asking both of you this, how many black cosplayers did you see? How many black male cosplayers did you see? Mm, all of Saturday? I know that I took pictures with three. Yeah, I saw... Hey, I want to say, I, not including you, Jarvis, I probably want to say at least like about five that yeah. I can recall. I think I saw like, I can't remember what it was. Dominique and his girlfriend, I remember uh, Inclu- Roger, Wait, wait, hold on, including girls. Joshua. Well, males. Cause there was, oh, just males. Okay, yeah, just yeah. males. Okay, yeah, about five, five dudes. I think I saw more female, like females dressed up than I did guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, but the number is super low. No, there's not. So I like to do, I like to represent the the minority and I like to go out and have a good time. But, you know, as a black cosplayer, you get hassled sometimes, you know, like if I dress up as Rio, another black person even commented on one of my pictures on event hub. And he was like, yo, I'm a black guy, but he had no business cosplaying that character because he should have put his own little twist, a little flair on it or something like that. And I don't know why he wore that wig and like, that's his hair. That's the character's hair. Yeah. What so, do you want me to do? And that was a black guy saying this to you. Yeah, it was a black guy. Was not, or at least he said he was black. You know, anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- the anonymous nature of the internet and all that good stuff. Mm, I mean, but what I was, this comes up to me because a lot of times with black cosplayers, and I want to state this before I say anything else. If you are not a person of color, you can't tell us what makes us offended and what we can dress up as. Yeah, yeah. Like, that end of story. I'm sick and tired of non-people of color or men telling women or women telling men like what they can and can't do in regards to how they live their life, blah, 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 blah. Fact of the matter is, if you haven't lived it, keep your mouth shut and listen to our story. I'm going to tell you this right now. For every non-person of color cosplayer that complains to me about the fact that why can't I dress up as this person of color care? Why is it offensive? Mm-hmm. Black faces, that's not the same thing. And this is what history says, this and that. Before you preach, you have to understand that there is a history behind this stuff. We mm-hmm. don't have that many characters. Yeah. And it's one thing when you want to be our characters and you love our characters. You love Black Panther. You love Luke Cage. You love Static Shock. But you don't want the black person in your community. You don't want the blurred, as it were. You we, you don't want us there. And I feel like that sometimes when people ask me, like, is that Slender Man actually a black guy? Like, why does that matter if I'm black underneath the mask? Exactly. Why does it matter from Rio? Like, I saw somebody comment on my Kim picture. Oh, that's violent Kim because I had darker skin. Like, mm, okay, yeah. I think my Kim is pretty legit, but people don't see it that way. They're like, oh, you're the player two version of Kim or something like that. Just jokes. People got jokes. But it's microaggressions. You guys know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing I always kind of, and I give it up to you, bro, because I know that's something that I, I felt like that probably was the 
not want to say death, but that's what kind of made me stop streaming uh, so much when I used to stream my video games. You know, I used to have quite a few people in my rooms, and you know, then you get that ignorant one in there. And I had mods that kept people, you know, out for the yeah. most part. But at the yeah. same time, I don't want to have to always get on just because I have a mod, you know, ready to watch my back because someone in chat may be, you know, you know, th- doing that bullshit. And I give it up to you, Jarvis, for not letting it really, you know, I know we're all human, so I know it phases you a little bit, but you're not letting it, you know, deter you from, you know, still doing, doing, what, you yeah, doing what you love, doing what you're passionate about. Uh, so do you find more issues with the Internet or actual I'm pretty sure people in person probably don't really say shit to you. I mean, like I said, you like Nobody's seven foot ten. Yeah, you like seven foot ten. No one's gonna say crap to me in person. Yeah, no, <laughs> hell no, Nobody. hell no. Because that's when you Nobody's gotta back shit up. Say anything, yo. The guy that messed up my cosplay that I was talking about in my last podcast yeah. show. <laughs> even he was like, "Oh no, there's no issues, man. I just want to be friends or whatever." <laughs> I have a whole other thought, all kinds of thoughts like that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that aside. But nobody's going to say anything to your face. No, it's always on the Internet, man. It's the Internet. And the Internet's yeah. not a fair representation of everybody. But occasionally, you'll nowadays, you know, back in the day when the Internet was in the early days, you could be anonymous and type comments. Now people link their Facebook account to everything. Yeah. So when you make yes, you can pull, yeah. a news article on a picture, I can see your profile. Yeah. I can see your profile, where you live, all this stuff. Like, what's, what's the deal, man? And Jarvis is international. That's that's one motherfucker yeah. you don't want to find. <laughs> I have a very particular yeah, gonna, set of skills. He's going to roll up on you real quick. A fight for him ain't nothing. He'll <laughs> pop up shit. You, I heard you was talking shit. Huh? You don't recognize me? Let me put my wig on real quick. Exactly. Oh, now you necrophize me, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, shit. It's black real. <laughs> Pow. Punch that motherfucker right in the face. I'm going to show you, Violent Ken. <laughs> <laughs> you, you use commenting on my toes being up in this kick. How the fuck that feel? That's the weak <laughs> kick, bitch. But, I mean, it's something that that can discourage a lot of people from trying to do something. I know one of the reasons that uh, I wanted to see RDC World 1 is because they actually made YouTube videos as a, a collective group of black guys that like anime and putting that out there because there's a whole bunch of different stigmas. And we posted this video um, not too long ago, and I had somebody – talk to me in person like man I, I saw that you posted a video on black and gaming network uh about you know dark characters i mean that dark is always bad i was like why is dark bad i said i wake up every morning that doesn't mean i'm fucking evil or getting ready to do something so because i'm darker than you then that means no i mean it's video games i said video games uh you're supposed to find the characters that you identify with and play with those characters it's the same thing that we talked about on the new challengers podcast if i'm identifying with this character do I have to have a negative connotation with it? No. Oh, there's another black guy on the game? Boom. That's who I want to be because there's not that many of us. Why should I have to change my whole thought process and the perception of what I want to be based off a a outdated social stigma of Very a pigment? Very outdated. Of a, just a pigment. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And, you know, we're, we're all black guys here, so maybe you can relate to this, too. I'm not going to say for you guys, but just tell me if you agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Well, growing up, we became accustomed to relating to white faces. Oh, yeah, of course. Red or the video games. Like, like you could play as Nathan Drake, and you could be like, oh, yeah, I can relate to something like that. But when CJ comes out in Grand Theft Auto, oh, why is he a black guy? I can't relate to that. You, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, I'm sure yeah. you've heard it before. No, you yeah. You have a female protagonist, or you have a black, or an Asian, or some other protagonist, you have a bunch of people cry Tripping. out like, that's not me. Like, that, I can't relate to that. 
because they can't see past a certain point. And it's not, I'm not going to blame this all on, you know, the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. I will say that there's a lot of like black people keep our, we keep our souls out of the community. You know, that's why I also respect RDC world because I think they even said that in one of their videos They're, they were talking about like black people in anime and they're like, yeah, black people do watch anime. Oh uh, yeah. Cool. Don't, don't talk about Everybody it. watches Dragon Ball Z kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, he, he's but right, I also dude. don't want to. Yeah, go ahead, Jarvis. I was going to say, I don't want to put the finger on our own community because everybody already does that all the time anyway. Yeah, but the issue is that, you know, we do have to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. And, you know, we do have to look at our own community because we got so many brothers and sisters out there who don't want to talk about, you know, they, what's, going on, yeah, they, yeah. what's going on. And they have their love for anime or their love for comics. And because of that, they, that's what keeps us silent. Because in, in our culture... And I think a lot of coaches don't realize this, but in our culture, it's in our DNA to try to be defensive, to mm-hmm. be tough. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just in our that's in our culture because yeah. just just the genetics, what, we, what our culture been through. Yeah. So because of that, watching anime or playing a lot of video games or being a blurred, a blurred, yes, blurred. Okay, being a blurred can somewhat seem soft. Yeah. So even in our own community, we got, we, we can't be tripping on. Or, or if, if you want to game bang, hey, go game bang. I may call, I may think it's stupid, idiotic, and dumb as shit. But if that's what you choose to do. Good you got, you should yeah. respect me being a blurred at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Just because I ain't out there rocking around with a gun, shit, I, I call my boy Jarvis and Elijah whoop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and if you're having, if you're listening to having a hard time kind of relating, it's the same thing as just being any kind of nerd or geek in any fandom, a Star Wars fan comic book except for those parameters are not limited there's not restrictions on what you can do people say oh that's a nerd and then they okay that's a nerd that's what they like to do but when you're a black nurse like man that's weird there's like no place for you uh, is essentially what we're saying and so it makes things and i'm glad it's getting better now it is because now there's nerds that work out and they're into fitness and like, oh athletes black guys and that's what they associate with black guys athletes they like the fitness maybe they like video okay they like video games that's cool now that's that's the trend now oh they're dressing up like uh, cosplayers and you see xavier woods um austin creed who is uh wwe a part of the new day he uh, has his uh, YouTube channel up, up, down, down. He cosplays. He goes to conventions and cons, and so now we're seeing more representation. But again, it, it's just growing, and it is getting better. But there's still this huge misconception on why I can cosplay anyone I want, and it's fine. But you know, you shouldn't do that because that, I mean that just doesn't look right. Well, how, how does it look if you dress like Mulan or Moana, uh, Moana or if you're trying to dress like uh, like even uh, uh, Ganondorf, he is dark skin. Yeah, real, Do real dark. Yeah, and he's supposed to be a black villain. Is the is the way that I I said it last time. He's and I was like I never saw that. I was like okay, we got like tan people. We got this dark ass dude. He's just bad because he's a piece of shit, not because he's black. But it's, it's also in the in the way that you perceive it because there's a study and I've, you've seen the study for the last couple of years. Like they put out the white Barbie dolls and Ken dolls and the black ones. And even kids that are of different nationalities, Asian, black, Hispanic always go for the white Barbie doll. And then there was a huge controversy with them changing Barbie to being a plus size Barbie. And then you can't, why are we having black Barbie's never black? That's her. That's her fucking friend. Janiqua. Nobody wants the Janiqua doll. <laughs> Was like, that her name? 
I don't know. What oh, okay. I'm about to say. <laughs> Dude, they get crazy with names sometimes. But, I mean, it should all. It, it's a doll. It's either white, the uh, tan, darker, or dark. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're just trying to find representation in the things that we love. And you can't isolate children mm-hmm. at a young age and say, well, this is the only color that's, that's good because that leads to a continuance of the social issues that we're having in today's society. I've seen black kids, white dolls. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen instances where white kids won't want to get a black doll. And like, no, you don't want that one. Yeah. Kind of deal. And sometimes there just isn't a different type of doll available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're raising kids like that. You're raising people don't, they don't get it. They don't get why representation matters. No, and they're not trying to though. Yeah, they're not. They're painful. so yeah. They're, it's they, very they painful. It's very painful. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're not thinking about their. They're not thinking about the future. They're thinking they're, about just themselves. They're thinking about themselves, and just like Jarvis said, they don't have to. Nope. There's not something that's calling upon them. And somebody talked about this, uh, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but they were talking about, uh, and and this is something that uh, I know that a lot of people in LA experience. Yeah, there's like diversity programs, but yet it's it's good diversity program if you're a male of color now if you're a female it's going to be twice as hard for you oh well they don't know what they're talking about or and it's some of the same deals like back in the day oh well their periods are going to make them angry and so when they're writing they're writing from a place of emotion and we need a man's touch on this and it just these these instances just continue to keep on getting harder and harder in different workplaces but again it it derives from that same place that you and Jarvis was talking about Uh, I either don't have to worry about this or I don't care enough to, to worry about and try to change it. And, and again, we're not generalizing everybody, but it, there is a large majority that think that way, or you still have the same old heads in a high position that want things the way that they have always been because they know how to manage them. They're scared of change or progressing forward in a different way. Cause I'm just now making my way through uncharted four after it's been out for forever. And the first thing I saw, there was a, a African American female, uh, I don't really know what exactly descent she was, but uh, she's in there. She's fighting Drake, and she's part of a militia. Uh, I think it's Nadine. And I said, why sh- Why can't she be on Drake's side? Why can't she be, like, his side partner or his brother's girlfriend, and she's helping him find the treasure, but on- she's with the uh, the bad guy. She's with uh, Reeves or Raves, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. She's helping him to stop Drake and Sam from finding this treasure, which, uh, spoilers, you find out is something that was left from their original mother. I'm like, why? Why can't she just be this strong, powerful woman with this militia? She came into a shit job because of her her dad's, uh, almost like Tony Stark, what her dad did in the past. And why can't she have her own deal? Yeah, you always see them getting having some kind of fucking baggage, and then she's very mean. She's very irate. <laughs> uh, she has a gun. She's ready. If you don't handle this, I'll handle it. Like, why do you even have to be that way? The only redeeming part about her so far is that she um, took on Drake and his brother at the same time. So just because she was a woman, she wasn't weak, and she was kicking their ass. But other than that, I'm like, dude, she she would make a good good guy. I just wanted to preface it with, I don't want to attack anybody. If it might seem that I might be militant or whatever. I just, I bring this up because it came up during a panel where a girl was saying how she was upset that she couldn't dress up as Pocahontas. And like, there's so much negativity in the cosplay community, and some people get offended. And it's like, she's putting... The positive, the, she's trying to be positive, but at the same time, she's making it seem like the minorities, they're the problem. They're yeah. the reason why we can't have fun. If they weren't there, I could dress up as this character 
and why are they so offended? I have friends who are this and they don't get offended. And why can't you just ease up? Because I don't have to. I don't have to ease up. Exactly. You shouldn't expect people just to ease up. And I just would hope that people have a more open mind and just understand where people came from when they said it and just leave it alone, you know? There's plenty of characters out there for everybody. But there's less for certain groups. So just let people have what they have. And if you're going to take what they have, yeah, let them join in your community, you know? Exactly. Don't alienate them. No, I agree, man. I Manifest think it's, destiny. Yeah, I, I think it's just a part of life. I think it's part of, you know, history and everything like that. We've grown um, to accept. Yeah, I've grown to accept, you know, you know the the, what they don't know. And I think, you know, certain cultures struggle with that a little bit more than other cultures. Other cultures are a little bit more adaptable um, to another person's culture. And I think cosplaying and even the the love of anime, because, you know, if you look at even, let's look at even anime. Back in the heyday, Dragon Ball, because I just saw this episode of Dragon Ball, you know, every time they had a black person, man. The big ass lips. Man, lips just juicy. Did you, wait, Dark as shit. Oh, yeah. Super dark. Like, they, like, okay, we have uh, brown crayon and we have black as shit. Which one are we going to use today, Akira? (laughs) Black as shit. Black as shit. And, but over the years now, we see that black characters are looking a lot better. A lot better. Look more natural. They are. Uh, And I think we still got a long ways to go. You know, I'm I'm still waiting for a a black character to come along that's in the anime world that's not uh, the stereotypical black person. Because mm-hmm. even though Afro Samurai that was my boy, eh, he he you know he was a bona fide nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a they black dude like hard hardcore. But maybe just having like a black guy just in a natural world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean that was from the mind of Sam Jackson. That's what he wanted to see represented. And yeah, I, and I'm not knocking it. I no, enjoy the I, dog piss out of it. Yeah, but having these other versions, even I think in Eureka Seven, there's a black character on there now. He he sounds like fucking Billy from the Power Rangers, but he's on there. He's got blonde hair. It was a step in the right direction at the time. Exactly, baby steps. Yeah. And I'm even hoping that's why I appreciate people like you, Jarvis, because you know you guys go online, post y'all's pictures. You guys express this. I mean, you guys bleed this stuff, and it's beautiful because that's what's going to help the younger generation to see, oh, it's okay. I can do this. Just like we have so many younger, or we have not really any younger now, but I think our, our age is a little bit older than us, the generation. That's why they were so hardcore heavy on, you know, the, the, the dope life, you know, yeah. the, the trap life, just because that's what that's who they was able to look up to. That's who they was able to admire. Those are the people from the hood. Those are the people from around the block. So now that we do have internet and we got people like Jarvis who who show us something that is not in our immediate environment that we mm-hmm. can see there's a possibility, it opens up new doors, correct? Bingo. This is why we work well Thank together. You. Man. Well, and shout out to Ivan too because he's always trying to dress up as Latino. Oh yeah, shout out to Ivan, man. What he's got. I hate that. I hate that we didn't get to see each other, and I really need to whoop his ass in uh, whatever fighting <laughs> game he wanted to whoop uh, me to whoop his ass on. He gave me his PSN name. So it was, uh, it was Ivan, awesome. if you're listening, I ain't forgot about you, brother. Uh, I can't wait to actually meet you in person. I'm pretty sure all four of us will be like super legit, and um, I, I mean, I'm gonna whoop your ass, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, Jarvis, uh, and I don't want to say anything bad about Ivan, but Jarvis actually did. Want to go head to head while I was at Akon, and Ivan did send me a fake PSN. Uh, Ooh, I, it was I know. fake. It was it was super fake. Like I I I tried to put it in, burnt up my shit. Oh, so, virus! I, I don't want to say he's. That's the, a smart guy, if you ask me. Oh, uh, never mind. 
Sabotage <laughs> is the best W ever. Egg. Okay, Ivan, props. So now I understand. I thought you were running away. I was going to say he might be the John Stone of the group, but since he <laughs> is trying to sabotage me. <laughs> and shout out to John Stone. Um, he did something this week that was good, so shout out. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we had a killer show with uh, Aaron Powell that dropped uh, on Monday. Uh, this last Monday, the 26th. So go and listen to that. Ivan, you are a man and a scholar. I don't know how you put up with Jarvis. It is a all-time, all-day right. job having to hold and carry your shit around. Uh, my arms know, right? did get bigger, so thank you. <laughs> no problem. I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> this has been a blast. Is there anything else that you wanted? Uh, did you want to talk about this romance? Did you want to give a shout-out to your special lady? Because I, I kind of did, but it's not not really my place. <laughs> Uh, Jarvis, oh, I'm not gonna put uh, you on the spot. I mean, if you don't oh, do it, she knows. Ayana, yeah, she's cool. I hung out with her this weekend. She's a real cool girl. Hopefully, I get to see her again soon. But we'll see what happens with that. Until then, though, I will be heading back overseas to do what I do. <laughs> and you guys, if you heard that inflection in his voice, you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna hide and duck us in games for another two months until he's ready. <laughs> of course I am. That's exactly what I do. That is exactly what I do. Man, I had a blast at Akon. I, I loved having this conversation because it's a conversation I feel needs to be heard and needs to be addressed. Again, like Richard said, a lot of stuff doesn't get talked about, get swept under, or you try to ignore it and then hopefully things will get better. Things do not, and we don't want things to change. We want to evolve. So evolution is when you when you actually make a physical, mental, emotional, or some kind of long-lasting alteration to what's going on. Change is just finding a shortcut or putting a Band-Aid over something that eventually is going to get ripped off or it's not going to stay. It's not going to uh, stand the test of time because history will – oh, did I hit you? Did I hit you in the in the heart, Richard? Did you feel that? Uh, that was actually going to flow just fine. Yeah. I, 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 was <laughs> I can't take that from Michael. And shout-out to One Mic, One Voice. Shout-out to all the podcasts here at Black and Studios. Jarvis, I mentioned the New Challengers podcast. That's a podcast that you and Ivan do together. So please drop that information so everybody can find that podcast. And then where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, we're actually going to be updating the podcast again here soon in the next few weeks when I head back over. We've been on hiatus since I've been on leave traveling. We'll have a lot to talk about. New, the New Challengers podcast, you can follow us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and you can also find the new challenges on Facebook. We'll be doing events and stuff with USO. Yes. As for my own cosplay life, we have the legendary duo on Facebook, uh, Texas Dread, that's T-X underscore Dread, D-R-E-D-D, on Instagram for Ivan. And for me, it's uh, Houdigia for pretty much everything. So that's W-H-O-D-I-G-I-Y-A. Uh, you can find me there. I'm mostly active on Instagram occasionally on but yeah, you, I'm always there trying to promote my friends. Definitely going to be shouting you out here. You know, I've been on your show, man. I've got some pictures of you with RDC crew mm, on my camera. I need those. Once I'm settled down and edit all these photos, I will get those to you. Thank you. I'll be shouting you out. It's normal. Like, typically where my wedding picture goes, that's where this picture will go. It's not even going to be signed. It's just oh, going to be course. me and RDC World 1. So, uh, But uh, as every show in the descriptions... Last week's show, I had a lot of cosplayers of the week. There was podcast of the week, and you can find that 
in the descriptions for the show and you can click on those links and it'll take you directly to that cosplayer the podcast the anime manga of the month and for this episode it will take you straight to ivan and jarvis and you can find all their information in the description so all you have to do when the show drops either on itunes or podbeam click full description look on there and click on those links and it'll take you everywhere that you need to be you can even find me and richard you can find black and studios and where can they find black and studios richard on your description links but also on blackestudios.com, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram at Studios. If you want to email us, you can definitely email us at our podcast at blackestudios.com. Sorry. And the website is up, like you heard okay. in the intro, www.blackestudios.com. Yes, I found out what I did to mess it up. Well, I'm glad that you fixed it. I was so that pissed shit. off when I fixed you couldn't, it. Oh. No, because it's so fucking small. Easy. Hell yeah, dude. It's, that's the way no, it goes. Can I say two more things? Yes, you can say two more things, sir. Two more things. Okay, I want to say shout out to Heart Attack Cosplay. Follow him on support the USO. Yes, and Jarvis is experiencing just, just a little bit of technical trouble. So that was Heart Attack Cosplay on Instagram. And then what was the other one, Jarvis? Yeah. Zen Cosplay. Zen Cosplay. Z E N. Z and Zen Cosplay on Instagram. And then always, as always, whenever Jarvis is on any show, he even said this to RDC World 1, support the USO. You can go online. You can find them. The link is going to be in the description again, so you can click there. You can donate. You can do whatever that you need to do, but please support these amazing men and women. Uh, you can find everything that you want and need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on our official Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show, or on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S H O. And don't forget about our Snapchat. That's S N. Isn't that the the uh, abbreviation for Snapchat? Uh huh. Or S C or C S. Uh huh. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you can find it on Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show. Send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail dot com. If that is too hard for you or you don't like using email anymore, uh, you're not a Richard Taplin, you can go to iTunes, simply subscribe, rate, and review. In that review, you can leave a comment, you can leave a statement, but we do appreciate those reviews. Those reviews keep me going every single day. I wake up in the morning and I look at those reviews. I let those fuel my day as I listen to angry people call me all day long at work so please send in your reviews me and richard love those we love reading what you guys have to say uh again you can find the show on itunes or Podbeam. other than that this is elijah bailey and this is richard taplin and we have our special guest there we go and this has been the elijah bailey show i will catch your ass in the next motherfucking podcast Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000 back at the end of the show with everything that you need to know and you want to know. And before we get started, I got to give a shout out to the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd group on Facebook, Black Nerd Squad, Black Nerd Problems, OKC Podcast Community, Podcasting Smarter, My Fancy Sports Talk, where I am a writer in the entertainment and comics uh, department, if you will. But I had to give those shout outs and shout out again to Akon28 can't wait to go to Akon 29 and Jarvis White. So now with that being said, let's get into what's going down this week. This week, podcast and cosplay of the week, along with anime and manga of the month. So let's kick things off a little bit differently than what we normally do. Let's start with the anime of the month. The anime of the month is Gate, which you can find on Crunchyroll. 
what happens when you have an otaku soldier that really doesn't want to do his job but he has to to meet his otaku needs find out when he ventures into the special region Again, go to the description, click on the links that will take you directly to Crunchyroll or wherever it is that you need to go to find these anime and manga of the month along with cosplay and podcast of the week. And manga of the week is the illustrious Haikyuu. What happens when you have an underrated and under-average hype hero that wants to play volleyball and he's no good? He gets on a team with really awesome players and they start to support each other like most sports anime. But this one is special, so make sure to go read this manga. This will lead you to later on watching the anime again. Manga of the month is Haikyuu. All right, now we're into podcast of the week. Podcast of the week is Nancy from WNYC Studios. BFF, BFFs. Kathy Two and Tobin Lowe are super queer, super fun, and ready to take over your podcast feed. Join them for provocative stories and frank conversations about the LGBTQ experience today, because everyone's a little bit gay. WNYC Studios is the producer of other podcasts such as Radio Lab, Death, Sex and Money, Two Dope Queens, and many more. You can find this show on iTunes. Make sure to follow them and let them know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. And cosplay of the week is the amazing Alexis Victorious. You can find her on Instagram. She's had many badass cosplays like Ahura from Star Trek. She's been a gender bender on both Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and Aquaman. I've seen her kill the Black Cat cosplay game. And then she's also been Lukoa from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. She's new to the cosplay games, only has a couple of pictures up, 17 posts right now, but they're all amazing, and she is representing Tampa Bay cosplayers. So make sure to go and follow her and let her know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. I'm Elijah 5000. You just listened to the Elijah Bailey Show, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast.